Yo, check a one, two. This is Counter Currents, Area 51. That's right. Almost one year in, people. This is your co-host, Elena Torres. I'm Petey Steele. And today we have an amazing guest. Please welcome Umar Khan. Hello. What's the up, name everybody? name you know. Yep. What's good, baby? What are you doing down here besides this? I uh, got two shows at the Improv and the Lounge. The, okay. You know how fun the Lounge is. Right. They always bring the heat. Fuck yeah. You lounge there. Yeah. yeah. What else? For those of you that don't know, Umar is from Baltimore, but yes. he performs at, here in D.C. quite often. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's a bigger market. There's more shows. There's more money. Better looking people. Uh. <laughs> really? <laughs> Everyone in D.C. is gorgeous. Baltimore is... Here's the thing. Wow, like, that's that's not a. I yeah, mean, the fact that the right fact here. that you're saying that everyone in DC is gorgeous. Not everyone. No, but no hate, but I'm from Baltimore, so like it's a uh, it's a way different scene, dude. Like uh, if you go to a festival, if you go to like any outdoor like farmers market or festival or something here, you're gonna see attractive people everywhere. And I mean men what? and women. If you go to about like getting settlement for your lead paint thing. Yeah. <laughs> <over> in DC. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Yeah, in Baltimore, Not it's like on every gonorrhea check for my I should maybe spend some more time in Baltimore to feel. There's that one that's like the one next to the Domino's over there, yeah. like child support works. Baltimore like, consistently has <laughs> been rated like ugliest city in America. Really? Yeah. Uglier than the southern states where everybody's like, yeah, not everybody, but 400 cool. pounds or it's, now pregnant? Yeah, it's a little unfair too because it's like, uh, there are parts of Baltimore that like there's a lot of attract, like a lot of attractive people. They're just not the parts I hang out in. Yeah, no. But it's okay, like all the go. cool people hang you out. You always see them. I was going to say, I feel like Baltimore probably has like a really intense like hipster scene that yeah no, that's where all the ugly people are that's where i live no, no yeah. gotta that's be, nonsense because the be hottest like... chicks i've seen in baltimore are all at gin and jokes oh uh, well, yeah show. i'm sure there's I a wouldn't... lot of like anorexic <laughs> hipster chicks no like... i wouldn't say my crowd's very i wouldn't say they're the most hipster but like uh there's areas like like by the water called like canton fed hill fells point those are kind of like the more like uh, Hopkins like, nurses, Hopkins bros, like kind of like, like you're more like yup, like young perfect, you know yuppie people uh -huh. and uh, who have money, intergenerational, wherever there's m money for generations, people are better looking, you know. Yes and no. I yeah. feel like I feel like I feel like mm, yes Umar's and no. Like, no debate. No, I feel like I can, I can debate this. I feel like because it depends a lot on culture. Like Los Angeles, for example, not everybody is from intergenerational wealth, but when you get there, there's just like this, like at least when you're a girl, like you get there and it's like, listen, if you aren't what would be considered a nine everywhere else, you are dead in the fucking water. Like no one's yeah. looking at you twice. Like everyone gets there and like loses 10 pounds in two months because you're like, I got to figure this out. Thanks. I, I got to figure yeah. this out. I don't think I could ASAP. live in a, I don't, I don't know if I could live in DC because I would feel so self-conscious. No, LA for a guy is really chill because oh, it's, mostly, it's mostly it's mostly the pressure on on women. For a guy, like most guys can date what would be considered in the rest of the United States a supermodel. That's insane. Yeah, no, the dudes in LA look like they rolled out of fucking bed. Yeah, like, yeah. The maybe like hottest guys there, are, like the gangbangers. Yeah, it's interesting. Like Chris, like, <laughs> like Chris D'elia, you know, like he's like yeah. I think he's a, he grew up rich and shit. I think his dad's like in the industry. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Uh, yeah, he just looks like a piece of shit. He has, like, greasy hair. He wears, like, awful, like, ill-fitted T-shirts. And this guy is dating, I mean, just 
probably dates the hottest women in the world. No, but but Chris D'Elia, I have to, has, from the female perspective, is one he has money, you know, money, money and, and he's and he's got the whole like on stage. Oh thing, yeah, I mean, he attract, sells out theaters. But and Chris D'Elia, I think is attractive. Really? Like, yeah, I think wow. he's attractive. Like I get that. Do you think but, he would be attractive if he wasn't on TV? Yeah, he's wow. got. He works out. He's he's tall. He has good yeah. hair. Got a like, square jaw. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, I guess you're right. No, he's not. Like, there's some like other Joe comedians Biden. that get a ton of pussy in Los Angeles that you're like, what? That aren't yeah. even close to as successful as Chris D'Elia or as good looking. Yeah. That you're like, what is going on? Dude, even here, like, you'd let him blow in your ear. <laughs> Yeah, even here, I think if you're a, a, a guy comic and you're decently funny and you're not like the most hideous person in the world, like it's not that difficult to get laid. Yeah. Really? I don't think it is. No, I think that's right. I have a girlfriend now, we're in love, but you know, before. Well, yeah. okay. And that's going to make me sound like a douchebag. Well, um, a male comedian in the scene, I won't, I won't say his name, but he told me that he met a girl recently on a dating app mm-hmm. and he, he went on a date with her. And I guess she, she like, in her pictures seemed like she was really pretty, but then in person it was just, like, out, like a lot of makeup and, like, a bleach blonde hair yeah. and that whole thing. And he told me that over the course of the date, he begins to find out that she's, like, a comedy groupie. Wow. Like, she starts naming, like, what comedy she's fucked when they're in town and, like, tells this comedian that she's seen him before. And she, Ooh. like, purposely... and But this was, like, on Bumble or one of... Like, she purposely, yeah. like, seeks out male comics. A, so I'm like, I didn't realize there were so many, like, I have referred groupies. her to Martin Phillips. Get oh, a yeah. free pass to the zoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I dated one of those in Baltimore. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that they just hang around. It's so weird. Like, you hang around the local scene. Yeah, I, 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 I can't... I guess I can't imagine it. And since I don't... Like, I, I leave when the show is done... And because yeah. I'm married and that, like, I don't really see that. And so yeah. hearing that story, I was like, what? That's that funny. exists? Yeah, yeah dude, it does. For sure. Yeah. Of course. Especially, like, in D.C., you know, you're in a town where people are out and about. They're going out. They're drinking. Like, they, I think this town, more than Baltimore, it's likely. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like, wherever there are dudes on stage. I've comedy groupies. Wow. Yeah. Petey, I'm not taking advantage of any of it because it's not because I'm, like, a moral person, but just because they've all been, like, bored. But, yeah, like, <laughs> it, it happens. I, they're fucked up, a lot of them. Have I you, been, have you had stalked by, been stalked by groupies? I've never been time? stalked, but, uh, no, I don't think so. I, just, I think uh, I've had, like, I've had people ask me out after shows, like, on, like, Facebook or... Uh, little, like, the one time a girl sent me, like, a note and her number after a show. Wow. Yeah. It's only after, it's only if you're, it never really happens at, like, a local show. It'll happen if you're opening up for someone famous, because then they think you're on your way to being famous, got I it. think. So you get a little got it. extra bit of a, I was opening up for a comic, and I got, this in that night, I got three different girls asking me out. It was very interesting. Wow. Yeah. I guess I don't experience any of that, even from the male perspective. I've half noticed my a surge about anyway. in your uh, receptivity to women. Uh, <laughs> surge. I have a girlfriend. No, yeah. I, I know you do. I know yeah. you do. But I remember. Maybe that's, maybe that's part of God, why. God, she hears me and I keep saying that. It's just going to sound so suspicious. No, but like, <laughs> but like Umar, you didn't no. used to get your beard like 
ruined and shit like that. Uh, and you, you've, you've really come along. You press your shirt, you starch your pants, you know. And I, remember, <laughs> I do not starch my pants. I remember no, I some dress shirts. I remember going to Gin Jokes one night. I think it was the only night I performed there. And I came on and I credited you on what a diverse lineup you always have and the diversity of the show. And I said, every time I see Ubar, he comes in with a different white woman. <laughs> and the crowd was fucking ballistic. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, you seem to get a reception from the ladies sure. that I don't remember in the first couple years of comedy you oh, had no. as much. Because you're not funny and, like, I, you know, I... I I, I had, like, when I first started comedy, I had a long-term girlfriend immediately into another long-term girlfriend. And then when I had that break, I, I, I think, like, I was, not only did I have comedy, like, I was getting better and then, like, doing cooler shows, but also, like, you know, I had, like, a career. I finished grad school. Right. So I, like, work with kids. That's appealing. I'm a comic. That's, like, something different than most people. Right, right. So I think it's just, like, it anything that helps you stick out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. and like... Seem from a distance seem interesting, and then people get close. They're like, "Oh yeah, you're just a narcissist." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I think that there's something in a lot of girls because I feel like I was guilty of this through my twenties too. With like, when with there's a, a guy who's like on stage. Like I had a musician thing for yeah. years, and it took years of dating musicians to be to find out exactly what you just said. It's like, oh, these guys are just. Do you get hit terrible. on? You're like an attractive. Almost, woman. almost never. From wow. comedy, I think guys are intimidated comedy, by funny women on stage. From comedy, yeah, um, pretty I think much. There's truth to that. Yeah, John, I don't notice when I after when when we opened for for Rachel Feinstein a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. My husband was there, and he told me that he saw a guy who was like following me after the show because after yeah, the show he like happens. talked to me. He said he said that there was a guy who was like following me, and when Oof. I went backstage, he was kind of like looking at where oh, I was going, man, and weird. I didn't notice that at all. Huh. But were like dudes have come up to me after? No, I also half my material is about being married, uh, so I think yeah. that that adds a big. Yep. Not to say that it would be like that they'd be pouring in after, but I think that that also adds a, yeah. another wall. It definitely seems like being a dude comic on the road is way more fun than a female comic on oh the road. Oh my god! You're dude. You're like because oh like even god, if I'm you're sure. a female comic like just even going out with like your openers is probably a little weird especially if they're like men openers yeah because then like in your like you don't want them to think like you're trying to fuck them you know what i yeah. mean because yeah. because there's just it's really difficult for any man who is out late at night with a woman drinking to not have that thought in their mind, like, whoa, we might have sex tonight. Yeah, and when you're a girl, you can feel when they start yeah, having that exactly. thought, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, you. I mean, I, I imagine, I've never been a touring female comic before, but I imagine that it probably gets pretty lonely. Yeah. I would want to bring another girl to feature. So, like, Feinstein did at Magoobies, she brought a woman opener, and it's interesting, I've noticed, I've not, I don't know if I've ever opened up for a woman there, but... Like, when I have opened up for, like, women comics, and I've heard stories from friends, like, uh, it's very, like, I stay in the green room, I don't want any, like, they don't usually want people in the green room mm-hmm. that, yeah. unless they didn't come with them, and, uh, and then they just hightail it to the, which I, makes so much sense. It just that's, seems... That's just, like, the approach I feel like that works best as a woman in comedy, anyway. Yeah. Like, just, like, be social and cool with everybody, but, like, yep. leave when the show's done. Yeah, you know, I leave like, immediately after shows. Yeah, so I yeah. have to drive, but 
Yeah. I, well, so I, I mean, I leave like as soon as my spot is yeah. over and as soon as I can be gone, I go. Do you think that it hurts you a little bit? For sure. I think you got the hangs are important. Yeah. yeah it, it, I think it's hurt me a lot, but I think for my sanity, yeah, it's helped. And either way, I feel like for me, hangs are tougher because A, I'm sober and B, I'm a yeah. married girl. Yeah. So that makes hang oh it just is an alienation thing especially yeah. when i first came on the scene and i feel like a lot of guys were just like nervous around me in general just because they're nervous around women girls in general yeah. i, I so. uh yeah i used to keep my distance from like uh women comics just because in baltimore there was always all these like I would always see, like, women complaining about, like, men hitting on them and stuff, and I never want to be, like, associated with that. Oh. I don't want people to think that that's what I'm doing, so I'm always like, hey, and then I just, like, go away. But that's also not, like, probably the well, best that's way to actually, handle yourself. Well, that's actually yeah. been a little bit of a consequence of the Me Too movement in a lot mm. of workplaces, is that men just won't yeah. go, and it hurts women in promotions and things, because beca- from this thing of, like, where men are scared... Yeah, which is to make anybody uncomfortable. So it's a really hard, and and I get the attitude, but it's a really hard thing to navigate on both yeah. sides. Well, so. women, you guys fucked yourselves again. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. But, no, uh, no, I'm really sorry. It's all my fault. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't know. It's the woman way. I think a lot of that though is subsided now. I mean, those after effects two years later. Uh, I think, I mean, yes and no. I still feel like, I mean, in comedy, I still feel like there's a lot of, I mean, in the local scene, I mm-hmm. think now, because I've been around for a long time, everybody knows me and the reception is really different, but mm. there still is a little bit of, like, distance, I feel like. Oh, from I mean, oh, between, I guess. But you know, I mean, in, do you think this is universal or just you? Oh, I think it's universal. Uh, I mean, I mean, I can only speak to my own experience, yeah. but. I mean, I took that Mike Pence approach when I fucking first started in 2012 because I knew the shit I was saying on stage was not going to translate to, like, dates. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I was a fucking foul animal. You know, mm-hmm. I told fat girl jokes for, like, the first year. Like, not exclusively, but. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I took some heat from that, you know? Mostly just, like, whisper network bullshit. But then I knew it was going to take a while for people to get to know me. So I just well, I think that it takes a while, and also I think for any comedian back. that does sort of edgier material, yeah. things that's on, sort of on the cusp of being offensive all the time, right. which is like your the art form that you do in comedy is sort of like drawing that line yeah. between, like playing with the line all the time. I love edging. But if you're playing with the line all the time, yeah. especially when you're starting comedy, you're going to yeah. fuck up yeah. where yeah. the line is. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I've noticed a lot now at open mics? Um... Uh, you actually mostly just in Baltimore. Uh, like comics make fun of edgy comics. They're like, "Ooh, I'm yeah. so edgy," and they'll yeah. they'll have jokes about how edgy jokes are stupid, which is fine. But it's I don't know. It's it's so weird. It's like uh, I'm not like I guess I don't know. Like it is like one isn't it about pushing boundaries? And I understand it doesn't have to be. There's different types of comedy, mm-hmm. and I think there's room for all types. Right. It's just so weird to just, like, shit on this. Because so often we confuse morality for taste, right? Yeah. Like, this joke might not be your cup of tea, right. but it doesn't mean that because you drink this cup of tea, you're a piece of shit now. Right. It's well, just what gets you going. Hearing really that makes also makes me think that, like, that's just a lot of people. If, if the edgy comic is good... 
I feel like that's a lot of just jealous comics because that's such a hard Probably. line to walk. Yeah. And somebody that does that well, yeah. you know, yeah. other people know that they can't write that way. Yeah. Right. I agree wholeheartedly. So, like, hey, you know what? I mean, you can say that. That's fine. But could you do what I'm doing or what, you know, Conroy's doing or what right. like, some edgy guy is doing, you know, yeah. I mean? or, or female? I mean, it's like, hey. Like Nicole Walker or something? Yeah, like Nicole Walker. Like, yeah. could I go on and put on a clip-on tie and a hat with a propeller and tell fucking Tupperware jokes and make a hit? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking think so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's just it's just like, it's just a matter of style, a matter of taste. It's, it's weird to see, like, comics attacking each other. It's a very interesting thing that I feel like is very, maybe not root, but it's just so, um, every, people talk shit all the time, but yes. now it's so, people are posting videos of them on stage bashing other comics. It's very, it's a weird time. And they just think like this will get them some sort of like social standing, you know, like by being on the right side and, um, which is, I don't know, you just like, you just have to be funny, dude. Just yeah, yeah. That's it. be funny meet people and it's um it's mostly luck yeah you yeah know, it's well, mostly luck well i think it is and it isn't i think if you kill 90 percent of the time like things will happen for you that's right if you can yeah. ki- if you kill a room like if you yeah. if you change a room like there are those sure. comics that go in a room and if the vibe's a little weird and get if, like just turns it around and if you can do yeah. that every time consistently like i'm that, so jealous of those people yeah like lafayette Weems, I mean, Jamel was doing that. Like, yeah. it's so. I think it's there's a handful of comics here that's, that can do that. Yeah, that's yeah. why there's a very there's a very small amount yeah. of comics that can do that. But when you when you can do that, that's when I feel like comedy. Yeah. That that is when comedy starts to happen for you. When I think so, yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're I, here in Indiana or whatever. But like, you don't even you have to be that it. good because I don't. I'm not one of those comics, but I still am doing fine for myself. Right. I think you just have to. Just be consistently funny. You don't even have to, like, kill, kill. You mm-hmm. can just be consistently funny and be easy to work with. Yeah. And that's it. Be a you utility be, player. You have to be likable off stage. If yeah. people don't that's like true. you, they're not going to fucking hang. Like, My husband says that all the time. No one wants to be around people they don't like. It that's doesn't true. matter. You can be the funniest fucking person in the world, but if you're a cunt, yeah. no one wants to be around you. are salty you. all the time. And no I think a, a lot of cop people are learning that, like, you know, you, you get in all these Facebook fights and arguments mm-hmm. and you, like, are talking so much shit on Facebook and then you wonder why no one books you. And right. it's like, well, because you're a cunt. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it. And yeah. I'm if talking you're getting, about men and women. Yeah, yeah if you're getting in fights and Male stuff on cunts. Facebook, sure. But I think if you kill it every show... Months. And you literally don't really talk to anyone and show up on time and just aren't really that nice, I think you can still have a huge career. Sure. I think maybe. a lot of people have huge careers probably that are like that that aren't that dope. But they're so good on stage. As long as you show up on time and aren't yeah. like a huge right. dick to the venue or like you're fucking yeah. with people's business. I've seen people that were great behave like complete animals and they're fucking nowhere. Or they're just stuck yeah, but, in but, one headline or rut, like in one market. Yeah, but I'm a lot of that has to do because like it that. ends up fucking with people's business. You know right. what I mean? Like if you're fucking with the with like the venue's business, right. or you know you say something like particularly rude right. to the manager, sure. But if you literally just show up where you're supposed to show up, act professional, mm-hmm. and aren't that talkative, but you're really fucking funny, yeah. I think that I think oh, you can you can still set. have a massive career. That right. it's going to take you a little longer for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than if you were likable and nice to people. But I still think at the end of the day, what matters the most is that you just kill it. 
I 90% dis- of the time I disagree- and show up. Yeah. Right? I disagree. You know? I, I don't think being funny matters that much. Because if you look at who the industry is giving paying attention to right now and giving specials to, it's not the funniest people. There are people who have been killing on the road for 30 years. Like, like Robert Kelly, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Griffin, fucking, I mean, like, who like there's just these fucking monsters like who can go in a club and destroy and like kill so hard uh where like the foundation is shaking and they're Mm -hmm. not anywhere but like i think there are these things like you know you have to fit in a a certain box Mm -hmm. like whatever's popular right now like that that's where the luck part comes in you have Mm -hmm. to say the right things like aziz and amy schumer and Mulaney, like they politically say the right things, right? And then you have some comics who, who are. That's it right. took them way longer, like your Bill Burrs, your Rogans. You know they don't really necessarily have that mainstream like appeal. Appeal. Rogan does. Rogan's super mainstream. He has the most popular podcast in the world. No, but he built that outside of industry, and he built it. He played the long game, right? So, yeah. And he, it's true. It was like he, MMA, Fear Factor, all that that's shit. That's true. That's true. And because if he shared some of his opinion, like he gets so much shit from the left. Yeah. Now if he, he was getting yeah. that and he was on like a network, they would drop him easily. But he's Gateway makes his own money, so right. no one can fuck with him. So right. I mean, like being funny obviously is important. Maybe on the in the on the local level, yes. If you're the funniest, you will get work. But like to go to that like megastar level, mm-hmm. I, it's just so crazy. There's so much involved. Like I, we, you know, we don't even know. Like it just like it's some like for some people like it can have like think about how many Netflix specials have come out and it's done nothing. Yeah, I also for their think careers. I also think a point to that. True. Like I get what I I think a lot of that's true. And thinking about it, I think another thing that makes a big difference with some of these people is like how you translate to camera yeah because camera is a whole different art form and like there are some people where like you just if you even see a video on youtube like it's just not yeah the same like i think jessica kierson's one of the best comedians in the world she's so she's a she's a new york comedian oh the older woman yeah 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 yeah. i didn't know that's how you say her last name i've been saying it way different in my head how do you have you been saying person person maybe that's right i think i think it's kirson kirson she's a killer she's She's a monster bill burt just helped her release a special i think oh really comedy central yeah she's so funny and i think a lot of the reason i've seen some of her videos and stuff online it just doesn't capture when you see her live it's just It's something else. There's, and there's people who, you know, they don't have a look. They don't have, like... So, it's, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's one of those things where, like, you have to just be okay with knowing that, like... It, there's, there's so other much, factors involved yeah, there's that so have nothing much. to do with whatever. I mean, it's I guess, like, any other job. I feel you. That's a it. funny thing is, like, when uh, I hear comics talk about, like, like, you know, like gotta grind yeah. and it's so hard to work your way up and it's like it's true but it's, it's almost like come on it's, any it's other career like it's, yeah, it's right. just like i have a job where if you want to be on the top like you fucking have to hustle most people are are where they want to be like right. most people if if they if they're content if not they would be just grind. like i don't i do my job my day job right 
I do exactly what I'm supposed to do, and that's it. Yeah. I don't put in any extra work like other people I do. I do a little bit extra, but then when I see my eval for the year is just like the same as everybody's or whatever, I'm just like, fuck it. You know what? I'll just do a little more than what's required, yeah. and then I pick my other energy and put it into things I like, like comedy. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, that's not the thing, you know, but I also know there's other factors for why I only go so far in that industry versus this yeah. industry and everything. I'm not I'm not a model, okay? I'm not cute. I'm, I'm too ugly to get elected mayor. <laughs> I'm, well, do you guys talk this much do? comedy? I feel like, are we getting too... No, we talk... No, we that, that's what this podcast is about. Oh, okay, we cool. Talk, I we... didn't know if, if we were... I, I can do it all night. I just... Mm-hmm. I, no, no, I no, this is... Nervous. That's our main, our main subject matter. We, cool. we, all right. I get talk a lot. Of, yeah, yeah, we talk I'm a like, lot. Of who comedy. cares about listening to so many open people mic care? Comics? How many? How many times do people when they're like when you say you do stand up, they like ask you a million questions I know, about comedy? It's so weird. That's why I feel like people like this because they like those to people hear about are my least favorite people. <laughs> I, I agree. It's so annoying. It's yep. so annoying. Yep. People with nothing to contribute. It's to always the and it's always the same questions. It's yep. always yeah. Do you get hecklers? You're going to use and, this later. Yeah, But yeah, you know yeah. that's taught me? Because uh, I'm sure I used to ask people hack questions about their career. Now I just know not to. Like, now yeah. I just know. Like, I'm sure everyone asks this person that question. So I just don't. Like, I'm just so, I'm just like, ah, okay, that's what you, you're a lawyer. Cool. All right. You know, and then it's like, all right, where is the best blow in town? Yeah. You know? So. That's but, right. Think of something yeah. original that That's relates true. to drugs the only, and sex. The only career I'd actually have a lot, I just have, would have a lot of questions about their career oh, yeah. where I just wouldn't care. There's this reality show that I love called Love Island. You can see it on Hulu. It's this British reality show uh-huh. where basically they put all these hot people in a house and it's like it's like a hard, it's like a mix between The Bachelor and Survivor, mm-hmm. in a way, so people get kicked out, but the games that they have to play—it's amazing. It's a—it's yeah. like it's like a psychological study. It's a, and it's, it's on all Netflix? these Hulu, Hulu, all right, and I'll it's check the, it it's out. the most popular show in England. Really, it, yeah, bigger it than is. the British, the Great British, British Baking yeah, Show. It's bigger. That it's I, bigger. I, I which show is also amazing. With no irony, think that is the best show on television. It is. <laughs> that's what I watched first, and I was like, "This is the greatest show yeah. ever," and then. We got into this like British reality show kick, and from that we went to Love Island, and Love Island is like on another right. level. Okay, start I'll check season, it out. Start on season two. Season okay. one, they haven't figured it out yet. Okay. But if I ever get to meet someone from Love Island, I just have so many questions about how that show works, and I just wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. I think that's like the most starstruck I would be because it's such a specific show, and the people on it, like I like, don't know what's where like they a, find them. Uh, what's one of the um, things they have to do? So that you thought was like so what okay the hell? so this is the kind of thing they'll do right so say I think there's like ten people in the house at a time and you meet someone and you have a couple and the whole point is like a couple to win at the end yeah and you win by public voting so it's a mix with eliminations between the audience votes and people kicking each other out oh, on so the show it's live uh, it goes on it's uh, yeah it's on every day all summer long. Holy in England. Shit. So there are a lot of episodes. Oh my. Right? God. So this is the kind of thing that they'll do. So you'll just be starting to fall in love with someone and yeah. it's going really well. But your usual type is, I don't know, tall brunettes with great tits. They will suddenly have six tall brunettes with big tits move into the house. <laughs> and they all need to get your attention to sit. 
Holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, they'll just, like, fuck with your mind like so that. So if you bang one of the brunettes with the tits, are you off well, the, the uh, Well, no. The other oh. girl, because you don't know how you're going to get a limit. How much sex is happening on that? A ton. Wow. Nice. A ton. God, that's so tight. So, so like, because the, the elimination rounds are different once a week, because one, you know, one week they'll do, they'll do, if the public will vote people out, mm-hmm. and sometimes they'll vote, like, you have to vote one person out of each couple out. Mm-hmm. So you'll break up couples all the time, and then people have to choose whether they really love someone, if they want to leave with them or stay, Ooh. which is like a whole thing, or the other people on the island will have to vote someone out. So you get voted off for getting too much pussy, or you get voted off for being approved? It depends. It depends how the audience likes you. Yeah, because right. you, know? you can come across as a dick if you're right. banging a bunch of different people. Right. Or so then the audience them. has to sit there with their little, like, joystick and they're like am i gonna be a hater today or am yeah, i yeah, you content get... with myself i'm that's not gonna right. do no whole shit we're gonna keep romeo that's right on the island that's right good so it's like a truth serum for them it's so interesting that's awesome and just like and the and they have to stay in this house like they barely leave Fuck yeah so huh. i have so much qu- like you never see them eat hmm. so i have questions like when they eat like i look i looked up a lot of it and i guess they eat during meal times is when they change their mics out mm-hmm. but they, you never see them eat and it's gotta fuck with your mind like crazy because it's so huge in England that these people go in and they're unknown they're regular people right. that just happen to mo- for the most part be, be very good looking and they go in but when they come out they're like the biggest stars in the country and at the height of their fame wow but you have no contact with the outside world the whole time you're not they have no phones they have they don't talk to their family like nothing so imagine like you're in i have so many questions of what that experience is like is you go to like the summer camp for a while and there's no camera men actually filming them no sane have, person wants to go on that show no you know? no like, which is also why it, what that's makes another it, thing like nobody like even the show like the bachelor yeah like uh, i actually went on a date with a girl who auditioned for the bachelor actually she ended up in one of my like like a seven-minute story I had about her, uh, but uh, heaven or hell? Huh? Heaven or hell? Hell. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's and I was like, oh yeah, she's like a broken person, you yeah. know? Like no one. No. Same for the men too. Like they're fucking weird, and a lot of them are like wannabe actors, right? Or right. People who want to get in show business. So right. I'm sure that has a lot to play with how. Oh people, yeah. Because if you just pick normal people to get on, the reality shows would be so boring. Right. But the, all these people are insane. But the other thing is, is because on this show there's no cameramen really. It's just cameras that are placed oh, all over the house, wow. so they kind of forget yeah. that they're on TV. Holy shit! So they get really real, really fast. It's amazing. God, it's amazing. Oh, and it, so, so all this, just all this, this being like my point being, if I ever met someone who was on Love Island, I would be like, I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna ask you a lot yeah. about Love Island right now. <laughs> And I'm sure they would love it because. Hopefully, hopefully, I think they, they I think probably be recognized. You right, know. right. I, I would hope so. But if anyone from Love Island is ever listening to this, um, please message us. I have a lot of questions for you. We'd love to have you on here. Um, yes, we would. Yeah, we all would. thirty-six of you. There's so many of them. There's so many. Each season, it's like 40, 50 people. I'm so glad yeah. here. The whole reality TV thing is like. I know it's still around, but it's not like what it used to be. It used to be prime time. Everyone had like a real. It's just, but I guess TV has kind of morphed into, you know, that in a way. There's like 
I mean, so, uh, some of those reality shows are still so popular. Like the Kardashians. Oh, is, is that popular? I literally never watched the Kardashians. The Kardashians is one of the most popular shows in the world. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really cool. Or all those like housewife shows. Like those are really. I didn't know that either. Those wow. shows are really. I serious. used to watch the housewives every now and then. I, I can't. Even watch I can't TV get through unless it. It's yeah. Streaming, so I, I don't know. Yeah, shit. that's another. Yeah, same. But I remember. I know. I hear the ladies at work where I work. You know, talking about the housewives every day. Yeah. Or what's the other one? The um, the the big loser. Not the big loser. Biggest the, loser. The Ninety pound or. Or, or my my six hundred pound life. That but no no. There's another one like the. Something divorce or my vacation wedding or I don't, I don't know. Who the uh, fuck knows? They all sound stupid as shit. But you know, um, I gotta hold my tongue there. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I'm the only guy with like divergent opinions from oh shit all the other people. Edgy P Steel. Yeah, Edgy P Steel. Real life ain't on stage. You know what else is edgy? What? Mm. The DC Draft House. Uh, What's boom, up? Boom. Uh, what do we have? Yeah, twenty six, right? Or, yeah, twenty fourth. May twenty fourth and twenty fifth. Greg Fitzsimmons, who's from Netflix, Comedy He's Central, Series cool. XM. It's here at Draft House Comedy Theater, uh, Arlington. Seven and nine, right? Uh, Arlington. No, no, Arlington. Arlington all is is all Aladdin. If you want to go watch that. But um, these shows are at 7 and 9, and then, of course, uh, that Friday at 10.45, you have the Attack of the Comics comedy show, which is great. And then at 10.45 on Saturday, you can catch the three guys on open mic, nice. which you can probably see some of us on every once in a while. Um, and we just want to thank Umar cool, for thanks, doing this. Guys. What do you got coming up soon? Yeah. Uh, my, I have a, well, follow me on Instagram, Umar Khan 821 I have a special on Amazon. You can just search my name, Umar Khan Live in Baltimore. Uh, uh, I actually will be at the DC Comedy Loft next weekend, opening up for my buddy Liz Mealy on the 24th, Woo! 25th. Gin and Jokes is my monthly show in Baltimore. That's every first Thursday. That's June 6th. And then June... 21st and 22nd, I will be featuring for Mark Norman here at the Woo! DC Draft House. That'll be awesome. Yeah, far. Yeah, sorry I was late. We had to do a short one, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. guys. No I gotta problem. go. Traffic Absolutely. is lame. And remember to take your ass to Hanover, Pennsylvania on yes, June that's the right. 7th. To that's see right. Me and Elena. Yeah, we'll be both headlining. be there. And I'll be hosting for PD. It'll be a great, great time. Yep, yep. Come see us. And uh, yeah. yeah Thanks it. for listening. Thanks, guys. Peace. Bye. All right, we did it.